A cool sensation awoke him from the little sleep he managed to get. Paracelsus pulled the blanket off his head, and his face was met by a searing cold. The tent flap was wide open. The tips of his hair that had been out of the blanket were stiff with frost. He shivered and pulled the blanket tightly around him and stuck his head out of the tent. As if things weren't bad enough already, he muttered. It looked as though the baker had been sprinkling iced sugar over the land. A layer of snow had shaped itself with delicateness over the hills and bushes. As beautiful as snow can be, Paracelsus knew that snow had another quality. It was quite cold. He would have to eat a quick breakfast and get moving as fast as he could. The mythological beast bolted out from under a bush. Paracelsus watched as the enormous dog raced and jumped around in reckless abandon. He had a stick in his massive muzzle and was leaping about with it. As depressed as he was, Paracelsus could not help but chuckle at the sight of such a beast romping like a puppy. The lad rummaged around in the sack for some bread. One bite assured him it was quite frozen. As he ate, he noticed something in the end of the beast's stick. It looked suspiciously like a hoof. As the large dog trotted closer, bits of fur and flesh could be seen clinging to the bone. The stick was actually a deer's leg. Paracelsus did his best to not look at the gnawed leg while he finished his icy breakfast. He neatly folded and replaced the tent and bedroll. He strapped his helmet to a bag. His slim neck was cramped from having worn it the day before. He donned a hooded cape. I hope this will keep me warm enough, he mused. Sooner or later it had to happen. The giddy knight had to decide what to do next. He had to figure out where to go. Putting it off would only mean ending up as frozen as his morning meal had been. Well, beast. Belvin. The word drifted into his mind as a thought, but with a voice that was very deep and slow, much unlike his usual thoughts. Paracelsus looked around. Who spoke? The person you call Beast. What? My name is Belvin. You have a name? There was no reply. How is it I could hear you? There was still no reply. All right, Belvin, we need to get back to the warehouse. We can't. The warehouse is my only point of reference for finding my hamlet. We need to find the princess, not your hamlet. I've always started travels from my hamlet. It's the only way I know to start looking for this princess. The dog sat down in a very adamant fashion. Listen, I was made a knight, you the companion, so you are going to accompany me to the warehouse. I'll be happy to, if you can find it. Surely it's right over there. Where? Paracelsus turned in a circle. He turned again and again until he started to get dizzy, but the result was the same. Only flat, scrubby land around him, with mountains far off in the distance. This is a trick, isn't it? he asked. I'm just a companion. What would I know? Belvin replied. So, not only did he find himself talking to a dog, but a smart aleck one at that.
In stories, knights always knew where they were going, and companions were always helpful. Why couldn't he have landed one of those kinds of adventures?'